A gathering of marijuana enthusiasts in Colorado over the weekend became a chaotic melee when shots were fired, two people were injured, and a crowd of tens of thousands in Denver panicked. It was the first celebration of the annual April 20th pot smokeout since the legalization vote in Colorado last November. Police were wary, but no arrests were made, and the injured people are expected to recover. It's the latest episode in a long, strange trip for marijuana in the United States. The curious love-hate relationship between pot and sometimes permissive, sometimes Puritan America is chronicled in the new book Marijuana America. Author Alfred Ryan Nurse, who clearly comes down on the permissive side of things here, says pot, legal or as a controlled substance, is today fully woven into American culture. I personally think that it should be legalized. I think it should be regulated um, and taxed just like alcohol and tobacco. But I don't think that legalizing it will solve the problems of marijuana in the same way that legalizing alcohol didn't solve the problems of alcohol. I mean, there are real people that, you know, their lives, they've had some real sad episodes in their lives where they socially sort of check out. I went to Marijuana Anonymous. There is an element of the sort of amotivational syndrome that comes with being a chronic excuse the term, marijuana user. And, you know, and there's a a lot of people who are using it for self-medication. They're using it to quell their own anxieties, using it to sort of stop thinking about their problems. And um, that's something that, that, you know, we should spend more money and energy on that than trying to arrest, like we do in New York City, 50,000 people a year for, you know, simple marijuana possession. And there's a story of marijuana as medicine in America, as well as a story of marijuana as kind of center of a whole counterculture that is more mainstream than we might think. Let's talk about the medicine piece first. Well, I went to California, Colorado, Michigan. You know, there's 18 states now where medical marijuana is is legal in, in America. Now there's two states, as you know, where, where recreational marijuana is legal. But I don't think that there's, you know, any real debate anymore about the legitimacy of medical marijuana. I've seen so many people. I met with a woman who says that pot brownies saved her 10-year-old son when he was um, basically stopped eating because of severe autism. I mean, you talk to people, you know, who have wasting syndromes from AIDS. And the amount of anecdotal evidence for medical marijuana at this point, to me, is basically a deal breaker. So, You profile some... And, you know, it sounds like something, you know, my mother would say, you know, functional potheads, people whose coexistence with the marijuana um, certainly adds to their personality, um, but also is uh, benign, at least as far as you can tell. Tell me about some of the folks that you profile in here. Yeah, I mean, that was something that I really wanted to do because I have so many friends living in New York who are Wall Street bankers and lawyers and who use marijuana in the same way that, you know, someone uses a a glass of wine at the end of the day. They just use it to calm down. And I have, uh, you know, several friends who are musicians and producers who um, use it as a creative tool and they say that it helps them. In the book, I didn't get into as many of those as I had wanted to because, you know, one of the things that I really want to do is to get people to come out of the cannabis closet in the same way that I did because um, a lot of the people who are really successful don't really want to talk about their habit. Um, I got a few, and one of them was a, a marketing executive who, you know, makes $300,000 a year, travels all over the world, but she, before major conference calls and things like that, she always smokes a joint. and. You hear her, and she just sounds completely on point, the most organized professional person in the room. 
but she's high as a kite. <laughs> you think that's Jamie Dimon's secret on his conference call? Probably not. Um, would you call your friend Bilal um, a stoner? Absolutely. And, yeah, I'm glad you pointed out Bilal. He's definitely a stoner, absolutely. But he is, yeah, now he's a successful hedge fund manager. He's got a job. During the book, he was in between jobs. Now he's got a job, travels all over the world, drives his convertible BMW around town, and literally chain smokes joints when he is smoking. But like I said, he, he's aware of his problem or his habit, and uh, so he does take time off like he did this past month. Inspires confidence? <laughs> I don't know if I'd invest. Maybe well, I would. Well, you know, and that's funny you say that, too, because one of the guys, um, another guy that I that I interviewed, Irv Rosenfeld, is one of four people, he has this rare bone disease, um, who gets medical marijuana from the federal government. I mean, he's a walking symbol of the contradiction, the hypocrisy of the federal government, which has labeled marijuana as a Schedule One substance, which means that it has no medicinal value, but it provides for four people who are still remaining from this program um, medical marijuana, these people saying that it is medical, uh, has medical use. And this guy is a successful trader. And he literally all day long, as his fellow co-workers are going out having a smoke break, he goes out, smokes a joint. Um, and it really freaks people out walking around Florida with this guy who's just like overtly, flagrantly smoking joints um, everywhere. I mean, you know, in parks. Because he's in the compassionate investigational new drug program, which is actually shut down in 1992, but he's one of the last four. What, is it, what did he carry, like a get-out-of-jail-free card that he flashes when somebody comes up and asks him what he's doing? Yeah, that's right. And, um, and that happens... You're kidding a, me. No, he, 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 has a, he has a little card. I mean, it's, it basically looks like a prescription. And he has that, and he carries it with him everywhere, and he's one of the... Literally one of the only people in the country who can smoke anywhere. So he can take his marijuana to airports and to um, anywhere, anywhere. And so he gets called out quite a bit, and he loves pulling out his little prescription. And a lot of times it doesn't really help because local police and stuff don't believe it, and he has to, you know, he has to, like, get on the phone with his lawyer and, and sort it out. Would you believe it? No, absolutely no, not. Of no, not. I mean, <laughs> you have some sympathy for the poor cops. <laughs> well, Alfred, do you think marijuana will ever be legal based on this uh, rich and colorful and long uh, history that America has with pot? I do think it's going to be legalized, and I think it's within our sights, I'd say, I, I think within the next 10 to 15 years. I mean, everyone sort of thought Obama was going to be the weed messiah because, you know, he used to smoke and, and said he smoked. But in his first term, he actually went after medical marijuana states and, and some of the dispensaries and stuff as, as hardcore as, as Bush did. Um, so I don't know if Obama's really the weed messiah, but I do think that what these medical marijuana states are doing, and we've already seen it happen with Colorado and Washington, is that they've showed that it's profitable, that it is no less legitimate than, you know, these medical marijuana dispensaries or regular just marijuana dispensaries. It's no less um, legitimate than liquor stores, and um, it's our biggest cash crop. And I think that we'll legalize it for purely practical reasons that it is a moneymaker and it's already happening on a very, very large scale. And these medical marijuana states are going to be, there's just going to be more and more of them. You see every, every state is trying to get into the medical marijuana game because they see that it works and people want it and it makes money. Alfred Ryan Nurse, thanks so much. Thank you very much. Alfred Ryan Nurse is the author of Marijuana America.